on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today's episode is brought to you by Reverend Mark. Reverend Mark picked up all the beers for this episode and brought them back for us to try. They are from the Iron Hill Brewery. To start off, we're going to have the Daconia Juicy IPA. Next, the Kryptonic Haze Imperial Juicy IPA. The 2022 Grand Inquisitor Bourbon Barrel Aged Russian Imperial Stout. The 2022 St. Malty of the Rum Barrel, which is a Belgian-style quad aged in rum barrels. And last, my favorite, is the Jittery Monk, a rye whiskey barrel-aged Belgian-style triple. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone. Gather around for yet another sud segment where we don't do it for the money or the fame. Well, which is probably good because we have neither of those things. Neither of those things. Yeah. Well, we do it for the love of beer, darn it. I mean, that's what we're here for. I'm one of your hosts, good old gal Juliana, and joining me at the table today is good old boy Barger. Hey, thanks for having me. Reverend Mark. Hmm. Glad to roll these beers out in your direction. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was perfect. It was. That was. Good old boy Sparky. Hello. I'm not wearing pants. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. We noticed. <laughs> sorry. It only took one episode to get him there. I know. <laughs> Well, it was the warm-up, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Good old boy, Dave. Hey, I am... Well, actually, I'm not wearing pants. <gasps> this is a pantsless episode. Yes. Wow. <laughs> nice. I think you're the only one wearing pants. Well, I'm the girl. Yeah, you know. Fair. There's mm. that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, today's episode is brought to you by Reverend Mark. Hmm. <laughs> no, <I'd> literally. <laughs> literally, Reverend Mark picked up all the beers for this episode and brought them back for us to try. They are from the award winningest brewery east of the Mississippi, Iron Hill Brewery. Primarily based out of Philadelphia area, they have 22 locations across five states. Good old boy Dave, why don't you give us some background? So basically, some dude named Kevin Finn was living in Delaware in 1990 and his wife gave him a homebrew kit. Huh, wonder how that mm -hmm. feels. What a swell lady. I've heard this yeah. story before. He starts making beer, and it's good. His buddy Mark Edelson joins him, probably to get free beer. And they start 
uh, entering some homebrew contests and winning. Then in 1994, they are introduced to an experienced restaurateur named Ken Davies. Uh, three years later, they open for business in their first location in Newark, Delaware. A year or so later, they open their second location in Westchester, PA. And they keep making awesome beer and great food. And then fast forward to now. And like you said, they have 22 locations in five states. Woohoo. Way to be. I know, you. right? Okay. Reverend Mark, since you picked them out, why don't you give us today's lineup? Be glad to. And we have a good smattering of um, canned product as well as bottle aged. Smattering. Smattering. Yeah. What a word. That's great. <laughs> so, to start off, we're going to have the Iron Hill Brewery beers, uh, starting with the Daconia Juicy IPA. Next, the Kryptonic Haze Imperial Juicy IPA. Segwaying now into the bottled products, we will have the 2022 Grand Inquisitor. Uh, the bourbon, it is a bourbon, bourbon barrel aged Russian Imperial Stout. Next, the 2022 St. Malty of the Rum Barrel, which is a Belgian style quad aged in rum barrels. And last, my favorite, uh, just the name I guess, is the Jittery <laughs> Monk. A rye whiskey barrel aged Belgian styled triple. Those all sound oh, amazing. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks. That was perfect. Okay. Good boy, Barger. Why don't you give us the suds ratings for today? Glad to. Uh, we will be discussing and rating these beers with a suds rating plus our signature belching sounds. And here are those ratings now. Number one. That sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Number two, was that a belch? Uh. Number three, ah, uh, what a relief. That made me uncomfortable. Number four, you know, a body shouldn't really make that sound. Uh. Number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. Keeps on going, doesn't it? Okay, before we get to the beer, Reverend Mark, why don't you tell us how you came upon Iron Hill, which Iron Hill you happened to go to, and did you enjoy Iron Hill? Yeah, well, uh, my lovely wife and I were um, taking part in a, um, uh, a family a tradition, uh, which is the Delaware Valley uh, Bluegrass Festival which uh, this was the 51st annual. And so uh, my wife's family are all in bluegrass music and her dad actually helped start this festival in 1972. Nice. Wow. So it started in, in Delaware, but now it is in Woodston, New Jersey. Uh, so we went to the Iron Because when you think Hill. of bluegrass, <laughs> New Jersey. 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 Is, Jersey. What you think <laughs> Every time. Well, you just go across the Delaware River, which is really interesting. You can go to New Jersey from Delaware just fine, but when you come back, you have to pay a toll, which means you have to pay to get out of New Jersey. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of yeah. sense. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. So we, we were there for the weekend, and uh, it happens every uh, Labor Day weekend. 
It is put on by the Brandywine Friends of Old Time Music. So it is both uh, bluegrass and then old time, which is like mountain music. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I made sure that I, my my brothers-in-law play with Danny Paisley and the Southern Grass. So they're there every year, but they travel around the country. Um, I won't list all the people that were there, but they we had Riders in the Sky. Nice. Oh, there you Ooh. go. Uh, Daly and Vincent. Uh, then we had uh, Dan Tominski, who, you know, was oh yeah, uh, oh brother, where art thou? And, yeah. and w- hey, was, do you have anybody there with one of them uh, wash tub bases? Yeah, <laughs> all of them. Dum, dum, yeah, dum. yeah, they'd be thrown out of there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and then, time. And then the last person I mentioned, Larry Sparks, been there. He's been been in the business since like the early seventies. I approve of him. Yeah. There you go. Well, there you go. That's all you needed right there. So anyway, we, we wound up going to the original Iron Hill Brewery in Newark um, simply because we wanted to get some local beer beyond what was simply being offered at the fabulous Wawa. Mm. You know, I mean, yeah. they had a lot of good stuff, but I you know. mean, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> what's a Wawa? We're getting one right near my house. <laughs> no way. Yes, in Bellevue. Wawa is the coming to Tennessee. One, yeah. The first one is literally going to be within walking distance of my house. It's a really cool place, but they, you know, they had, is this you know, like a liquor store. No, it's just a, a it's a convenience just, store with ridiculous sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, I don't get out much. No, it's, all it's good? a it's a north of the Mason Dixon line, but also thing. Florida somehow. What? Mm-hmm. Or maybe the well, well, all the people from north yeah. Yeah. go down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. snowbirds. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 a it's a very well appointed kind of convenience store, and they, they had a lot of good commercial beer. You know, I mean, good craft beer, but they didn't have anything like local. Local. So gotcha. so we uh, we wanted to venture out one afternoon and came across Iron Hill, and like you say, you know, they had a reputation of winning more uh, GABF awards and all mm-hmm. uh, of any brewery north of the Manson-Nixon line, and uh, so, you know, we kind Sounds of right. focused on their some of their canned product as mm-hmm. well as the bottle stuff we brought. Nice. How was the food? Excellent. And that's another Good. thing. Yeah, at least the, to the Newark uh, facility we went to had a very impressive menu, and I remember I had the fish, just the fish and chips, but you know, right. otherwise we were eating kind of like fairground food, you know. So yeah. funnel yeah. cakes for days, oh. yeah. funnel cakes, <laughs> yeah. corn dogs, corn dogs. That's right. Yeah, is it a meat on a stick? I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Oh, these let's are turkey go. legs. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Right. Nice. Okay. Right. Let's well, drink some beer. Let's get into it. And um, qualifier Dave and I have been to the Westchester. Um, <gasps> Yeah, the Westchester version of this. And we also back in loved the day. It. So I used to work for a company that was headquartered in Westchester. Nice. And back then, Pennsylvania's beer laws were insane. Yeah. Like you could only get a six pack at a bar. And yep. but the headquarters they were, haven't changed really much. Oh to no, go? seriously, you get a six pack to go. Well, no, yeah. so now you, you can, can buy them at a convenience store. You can buy at a grocery store. But now it's like a twelve pack. So if yeah. I go to Wegmans to get we and Wegmans to go in and actually like has a nice times. selection of beer, but. It's a 12-pack, and that's it. So can you imagine me as a beer lover? Yeah. Yeah, so you could only get beer. You could take out beer from a bar, like six packs from a bar, but you couldn't get it at the grocery store. You couldn't get it at a convenience store. You could go to a liquor, uh, a package distribution warehouse yeah. mm-hmm. and load up by the but case. By, by the case. By, by the case yes, there. and we still have plenty of those. And our corporate headquarters was right across the street from 
a, a package awesome. warehouse. <laughs> it kind of worked out well. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, nice, nice. That'll help you get through the day. Go to the packy. Okay, so let's get to the first beer. And we are going to go with the Danconia Juicy IPA, 7.2% ABV. Hazy, crazy, and totally groovy, baby. Boy, it's this time is for Danconia. Mm. Yeah, it's a juicy New England style IPA uh, with intense pineapple and tropical fruit notes, plus a big old batch of dry hops. I don't. Yeah. Is that Centennial? Mm. This is after the last New England that we just had. This is like such a different mm. experience and like more typical for what I would have expected. Right. Yeah. yeah, and this has got the. This is very danky, super and, danky. Well, I have zero expectations, mm. so I'm, Fair. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I wasn't saying it critically. I, I was just saying I enjoyed this lots more than that last one that we had. You but know, you, it's night and day. Night and day I mean, difference. Well, and this, this is almost so much twice as big. Yeah, this is well, so much drier. Fair, fair yeah. but there's just yeah. so much. I mean, there. Not as much sweetness. I mean, it's just all dank hops all day long. Yeah. You mean you like this better than the juicy juice? Yeah. Iced tea? <laughs> Juvie we, juice. We yeah. will never man, speak of that again, is, my um, friend. Never. Ooh, it's burning me a little bit. No, that, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> a little bit of hot burn off this. Well, thing. there is definitely hot burn for sure. Yeah. But I mean, good grief. It just keeps getting well, danker. We'll be back yeah. in just a minute with more. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. So, what do you get when Reverend Mark goes to a restaurant? You get Iron Hill beer. <laughs> oh, I was going to say arrested, but keep going. Yeah. 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 Wow. Escorted out. Okay. Well, what we're talking about in today's episode is a smattering of beers from Iron Hill Brewery and Restaurant. And uh, this first one that we were talking about right before the break was the Danconia IPA. Can you more? And, uh, yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, so this is, I mean, this is big. It's coming in at 7.2% ABV, and that's... That's, that's a lot. That's yep. robust. <laughs> right. Yep, that's very robust. Robusto. Um, so this, since this is from a restaurant, what would you pair this beer with food-wise? God, man. Um, it I better think, be something strong. I was going to say it would bounce off, like, I would love to have this with some Thai food or uh, something spicy, I think would yeah. be about the only thing that you could fight this with. Um, maybe a salad, because there's so <laughs> many hops still in this. Yeah. Please <laughs> use this, pour some, mix yeah. some olive oil in this and just yeah. make the dressing. It's pretty much Indian a Indian food. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, anything it. like with a big punch to it, I think would pair well. Yeah, this is... Uh, this is just great to style. It's not too sweet. You know, there's still uh, hops getting stuck in my teeth as I'm drinking. <laughs> the particulates. Nice. Definitely and floral. It, and it definitely yeah. has a, like a malt um, foundation, yes. yeah. but it's not overly assertive either. So the hops really do shine. Yeah, it doesn't get in the way at all. It's got that mouth coat of hops. Yeah. Oh, man, it's hit me in the back of that. Yeah. Wow. Back of the head. All of it. Mm. <laughs> Good grief. Yeah. yeah. it's. I mean, it's really nice. It's really nice. Um, we are going to rate the Danconia a four. Good job, uh, Iron Hill. Yeah. Right? Oh, this is the right. smallest beer in the flight. Yeah. What <laughs> happens next, Juliana? Well, 
funny. You should ask. So, do you have sobriety a test? Yeah, I was gonna say, is there a wheel? <laughs> is there a wheelbarrow? You're yeah. gonna just like toss me out on oh, your own? Oh, but there is. Okay. Nap time is so next. next up. Nine percent ABV, mind you. Thanks for going easy on us. Oh uh, well, you know, officer, we found them in the right? yard this way. Yeah. yeah. So this is the Kryptonic <sighs> Haze Imperial Juicy IPA. One sip could make this double IPA your kryptonite. Um, double dry hop with the supernova of Amaryllis, Citra, Mosaic, and Simcoe hops. Ah, uh, Mosaic. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. <laughs> I like Dank better. It's like they did a pound of every hop per can. Do you think there's some lactose in this? There's definitely... I don't think so. Be. Yeah, there has to be. I don't I think mean, so. for all that amount of hops, there's no sweetness. No, but there's got there's got to be something. I think it's there. oats. Maybe it's oats. Oats. Yeah, okay. yeah. like that's just I I don't see how you would put lactose in this. Uh, no, no, because now you'd have some residual sweet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it would, yeah, it would yeah, come yeah. Through, not, That's right. It would come through kind okay. of milkshake IPA ish, and this is not that. No, mm-hmm. no, no. This there's is definitely not. some hot burn going on. But it's but it's juicy too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Versus like pithy juicy of the Danconia, which see, mm-hmm. I like this one better than the last one, just because th- there's a little more nuance to this one. That last one, it's just like my, was like Mike Tyson punching you in the face. This was more like Muhammad Ali punching you in the face. He's, he, he's a gentleman. Face. Yeah. Yeah. A gentleman. But he's, he's dancing around a little bit more. So, a rope of dope. Yeah. I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. I like the dank more than I like this one. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to. I'm with you, Barker. I'm I, on that one. I think that the Traitor. crispness of the dank really made it shine. Yeah. And that the milkiness, I, the, even though we know it's not lactose now, but it, it the, the creaminess of this one just flattens out some of the hops and it doesn't really hit the palate like like the other one does do you know it does yeah. hit the nine percent because yeah i'm feeling it i think yeah. there's there. alcohol and hop burn on this one. Oh, interesting right yeah okay yeah because yeah. yeah i could see that do you remember back like when like this is nine percent and it's a double ipa you remember like back in the day when like double or triple like mints <laughs> It was like 7% was a double IPA. Seven yeah. Was a double yeah. Yeah. And this would be a barley wine. This is a hazy American barley wine. Yeah, it would yeah. be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, This is uh, yeah. the OG Sierra Nevada Bigfoot. You know, also, I think the Daconia is a, it, it was really crisp um, and nuanced in its own unique way it, and was delicious consume cool whereas i'm thinking this one would be better on a cold day warming up and and drinking it slow more slowly yeah this is not a really good warm day beer because it warms you yeah it does warm the burps coming off this beer oh no (laughs) (laughs) holy moly treating you now but i'll tell you this i'm actually looking forward to one of those belgian beers to kind of cleanse my palate yeah. a little bit. That, yeah. The day that, man, I wish I could have a barley wine yeah, palate cleanser. You need a palate you know cleanser. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Mm. Can I get a but shot of bourbon to yeah. cleanse my palate a little bit? Boy, this quad just cleaned everything out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I really like the transition of both. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? 
Because like in looking at them, okay, you got a danky, you got a hazy. Okay, they're going to be about the same, but they couldn't be any more yeah. separate. Oh, they're you know so I mean? far apart. Yeah. I have to tell yeah. you, I'm not very familiar with this brewery. And even though they're all over the place, I guess. Um, well, it, they're like Pennsylvania. Regional, yeah, sure. Yeah, but they, yeah. it sounds like they've done great regionally. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm just, what I'm fascinated with is I, I wonder like what their, you know, flagships, whatever they started off with. Because obviously it's not these two beers. Yeah. And they've done a really great job with them. And I think you don't always see that with... Um, Look, I wonder if they have a good lager. Well, yeah, I mean, like yeah. whatever their like main lines are. I'm trying to remember what they had. They had quite a quite a uh, variety of beer on tap, but I picked these up because these were their canned products mostly. Okay, the canned and bottled. So apparently, this is what's hot right now yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. canned product going out the door. Um, but I mean, these are great and just yeah. like you know, can, can they make anything that's less than six percent? Yeah. Oh yeah, they. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. can and they and they have. So oh, their first. Okay, so as home brewers, I guess yes. Their first, they took first place in the category of dark ales in 1990. Mm. So that's where the whole thing got dark started. Dark ales, wow. Were they right. the only dark ale in the category? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't know. About it was that. 12 and a half percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then. I'm trying to see if they ha if they say anything about I think River Mark was right. This thing is actually better as it's warming as up. As it's warming up, which is insane to think about for an IPA. Yeah. Okay, so in nineteen ninety seven then, so like they started as homebrewers around nineteen ninety. In nineteen ninety seven, now they're Iron Hill, okay, in Delaware. And at their first GABF, um, they won, doesn't say what medal they took, but it was for their lodestone log. Oh, it was a gold for their lodestone logger. Okay. So they started yeah, with yeah. the logger. Um, yeah. And I, I think when we were there, I think we had a logger or two and then we had like some heavier stuff. Yeah. We brought um, some we brought some big beers back with us, but yeah. They most of what we drank there with dinner was lighter was stuff. Was the lighter ones, but it was, you know, yeah. good. I mean and and also like between Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, there's a lot of German influence in the beers that were coming out around that time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean as well as like Belgians because one of our favorite places in Philadelphia the Dirty Monk. Yeah, I mean, was it's totally not called the Dirty Monk. No, it's like <laughs> Monk's Sounds Cafe. I think. Oh yeah, of course, Monk's Cafe. Yeah, yeah, that's an um, iconic place. I just right. like how she didn't correct me. I, well, I, I just was like, monk. I just want to move on. <laughs> but anyways, but it was all about yeah, you know Monk's the cafe, Belgian influence great. too because we didn't have a lot of super craft at the time. So what we were getting imported well, into the big cities, and was it's like popular, the you know? the beer stores around where Juliana lives or is from like down here you can get a few you know you get Chimay and you get St. Bernardus and a few little things Le Chouf and, and stuff but like up there man their Belgian section is it's like being in it's Belgium, gorgeous you know? yeah mm -hmm. it's nice and also like I mean in the German influence like there there's a lot of German breweries yeah. that we don't get down here so next time we go up there we're gonna bring back a couple of shows of like all Belgian imports. stuff you, you never yeah. see yeah. of the yeah. of the European things that just don't. I feel make like it down here. I feel like before 
you know, the, the home brewing craft brewing scene really opened up in, in the U S I mean, that's really like in the nineties mm-hmm. and the late eighties. beer nerd, was, That's what you, were, that's what you're drinking. Yeah. You're drinking all imports. And that was right. like the you thing, had like, right? uh, Right, you know, half of them were oxidized. All of them were oxidized. (laughs) (laughs) We had like like anchor, and then then it was like, and then everything else, anchor, Sam Adams, and then every import you could possibly find. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually Sierra came around. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it was a tough time. For craft beer, <laughs> well, like, I mean, because you like didn't have Depression. a lot of options. No, you didn't. No, and there were a lot of styles that, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like the dark ages, and then it was man, fashion our own cans. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, and some of them were made out of wood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had well, to drink Milwaukee's where best. We came, you know <laughs> how far we've come, and then yeah. we got these little teeny boppers that want seltzer, non-alcoholic. Beer. I don't even think they want that now. I mean, I mean, I think the whole thing is, you know, the the younger generations don't want alcohol at all. I mean, they don't, they just don't even want that stuff, which um, I know. I'm trying well, to wrap my head around that. You know, fentanyl, it's pretty good. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. oh my gosh. Sure. Sip sets and smokes does not. What was I thinking? <laughs> we do have a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get into something darker. Well, no, we have oh. to rate. Oh, oh sorry. we didn't even rate it? Oh, yep. crap. Well, okay. The Kryptonic. Hazy, Imperial, Juicy, IPA. We are rating... A five? A four. Under protest. <laughs> Fair. Okay. So now, let's get into something darker and deeper. Hey, girl. We're going to go to the 2022 Grand Inquisitor. Good so law. boozy. This is 9.8% ABV. <laughs> This is a bourbon barrel-aged Russian imperial stout. Yikes. Hey, Juliana, um, I forgot to shave my nose hairs this week, but then I smelled this. <laughs> it took care of it for Spontaneously combusted. Can you get your nose hair off my papers, please? Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry about that. The multitasking that happens at this serious? table is amazing. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So um, It smells better than it finishes. So this has whole vanilla beans in it to balance out the bourbon and the stout. Wow. I need to drink a little bit of this to get the IPA out of my... (laughs) Did we just go ASMR? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently we did. Yeah, we did. Um, Wow. This is definitely as advertised. (laughs) I, uh... Um, you know, Imperial Bourbon Barrel Aged Stouts was always my choice. Really? To go to for beers. Okay. Yeah. I was always a big beer drinker and big, dark Imperial bourbons were my thing. But man, this one does not finish like I like an Imperial Bourbon Barrel Stout to finish. Mm-hmm. How do you want, it, how do you want yeah. it to finish? I want that malty. Hmm multi characteristic on the back end that you want just, the barrel in the front yeah and that cuts the, my tongue now okay. it could be the kryptonite in my mouth as well mm-hmm. i'm well, gonna get a rinse and try it again i'm fairly certain the insides of all of our mouths have pretty much been burned out at this point okay so but reverend mark help me with this but a russian imperial stout it's really fast. It I does. Mean, it just, it yeah, goes it's really, really fast. rapid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real yeah. thin. It can't slow down. Yep. We're, we're, we're not sorry. It's just going to keep happening. I need a sound. 
Maybe not quite that sound. Oh. No, but Russian Imperial Stouts. Correct. Okay. We're going to, they're going to be fruitier, like dark right. fruit molasses. Right. Yes, yeah, you're going to Not easy. necessarily malt. I mean, right. like, mm-hmm. right. A, most bourbon barrel stouts are going to be more, I hate to say regular stouts, but like an oatmeal stout or just a, you know, a basic stout because the bourbon is going to come in and, and give you those flavors to help nuance the stout. But a Russian Imperial, no, that's big, bold fruit. Right. And I think that them adding vanilla beans was just a little bit overkill. Yeah. Because really you're going to get that in the barrel, the barrel. anyway. You totally yeah. get out of the barrel. I'd it, love it, to know what bourbon this was, too. I feel like it confuses your taste buds because you're trying to get that bourbon out that that mouth coat feel with that and then when you hit that stout with it well when you just throw vanilla beans in there vanilla bean is just going to neutralize a lot of that thickness a lot of that bold flavor you're going to get and overpower it yeah i think it does kind of cut through some of the dark fruit a little bit kind of undercuts it because from all those dark malts you know where you get your um you know you get some of the plum and everything like this. Well, I don't just, know. Just age it for a couple of years and all the vanilla. Yeah. And away. I wonder how long yeah. they left it in the barrel. You know? Yeah. I don't Is know. Is there an age statement on the bottle? Uh, let's see. That's it. You had your hand on it first. The St. Marie. No, this is, oh. uh, this is grand inquisitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, were you drinking the wrong beer? That would be. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> No, it doesn't say anything on it. I was drinking the wrong beer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay. I apologize for all my statements. <laughs> I retract. I retract. Well, okay, I don't that, retract that, them. That is, that's amazing. I However, that's hilarious. <laughs> I thought you were all, just screwing around, but, but you know you're what? serious. That's oh, amazing. Oh, you know yeah, what? Yeah. Throwing up wrong. You know what, though? You were <laughs> so adamant about some things. You were starting to win us all over to your point, mm. too, though. So, Except no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good though so, you know i mean i i love i love a russian imperial i mean just and this in is general. a classic yeah there it I is mean, i like it yeah okay. there right. you go. we're good i like that one we went from a two to a five in like a second yeah. and a half yeah no but the molasses on this is like so the viscosity on it you can is, taste every molasses is so it's so lovely but i just don't <laughs> For the, the vanilla beans part. that went into this, I'm not necessarily getting a lot of vanilla. No. You know what I mean? I'm still get like if it's there, it's but in the background because I'm just getting the fruits, the dark I, fruits all day. I yeah. see. I still feel like the vanilla is cutting out some of those dark fruits that you could be getting. I definitely get a fig kind of mm-hmm. it's, figgy yeah. flavor. It's changing sure, as that it warms vanilla up bean a on the bit, finish but, is what I'm getting oh, okay. now. Okay, let me mm-hmm. just you know. These are my statements. I can't now. wait to find out yeah. like what it is you actually drank. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna come back to that. We gotta yeah. know when we get to oh, the thing. Wow. I don't, yeah, I think yeah. this is actually it's good. It, it's I I do think they could have gone without the vanilla beans. So I'm gonna stick with that. Reverend Mark, what do you think? I think it is a little bit sweet on the backside. More than I, I, I still That's how like he it. likes his ladies, not his beers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The, uh, thank Amen. you. Amen. <laughs> 
But for bourbon like barrel, this. you know, and I, that adds another kind of, you know, register of another layer flavor yeah. flavors that you're normally not factoring in. Sure. So I think it's very good. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We are going to rate now that we are all tasting the 2022 Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> 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 Who wasn't tasting that? Come well, on. Guys. I, don't I don't know. know. Uh, I mean, it's we are program. going to rate that have. a nice four. Yeah. Uh, hey, we got to tease you, right? Hey, man, we I but earned that one today. Yes. Do you know what would be awesome is if like we were drinking these beers and it wasn't almost 90 degrees outside. I'm sorry. True. I can't I get over it. I'm so mad. I'm so mad that tomorrow's October there and is no like fall. looking at the forecast, <laughs> it's like, I want to burn change. things. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Next week where it's like so hot. No. I want to burn things. Well, next weekend it's going to be cold. It better we be. We could hope. We could you, hope. You, you Maybe at promise two in me. the morning. Okay. Yeah, at 2 a.m. Right <laughs> <laughs> Honey, come on, yeah. It feels like fall. Get up, kids. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll be back with more in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. So, today's episode is a Iron Hill Brewery takeover, courtesy of Reverend Mark being the best beer mule-er ever. This could be the 87% worth of alcohol i've just ingested in the last five minutes but i feel pretty good do you yeah you look yeah. good baby. i'm kind of you look yeah. good i'm kind of a all fan right. of iron hill right, right now but cool. now his shirt's off well yes, it's true and it, i yeah. mean if you would just stop tweaking your nipples yeah. i mean i don't know if that's <laughs> like a personal <laughs> well, if you i'm not watching but i can't <laughs> look away <laughs> okay well let's get into a little story time before we get to some more beer i have a story uh, all right tell, tell us a story all right, guys, this is true. <laughs> true story. It's always true. It's really Whether happened. it happened or not, we don't know. Actually, but, yeah. the truth. <laughs> Police rushed to report of a m- ritual mass killing, but it was just a yoga class. <laughs> Savasan, huh? It seems like a concerned onlooker in Lincolnshire, England, took corpse pose a little too literally. According to a Facebook post by Seascape Cafe at the Observatory, a cafe that also a community space, art gallery, and exercise place, (laughs) mistook a passerby, mistook the final resting position the entire class was participating in for a mass killing. The final resulting pose, also known as corpse pulled or Savasana usually occurs at the end of a yoga class in which people lie on their backs with their eyes closed in order to sink into a meditative state. So basically they're like nap time. Like which like is what's going to happen to us after the yeah. next two barley wines. Yeah. The unidentified person reported a mass killing in our building having seen several people laying on the floor. The Seascape Cafe Facebook post reads, which actually turned out to be the yoga class and meditation. We're not a part of any mad cult or crazy clubs, the post continues. All in all, the situation turned out positive, and we are, of course, grateful. Lincolnshire police confirmed to Sky News and the BBC that the officers received a call about the incident at 8.56 p.m. from a caller with good intentions. 
Isn't that <laughs> what so every British. You know what this makes me think that is of? so British. You remember Bewitched and the late the neighbor lady who was yeah. always Mrs. Kravitz. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 yeah, totally. They're Isn't that what dead. every yoga people say though? We're not a cult. Yeah, we're not yeah. a cult. <laughs> First sign that you're a cult. Yeah, you're now, not a cult. Right? Take off your pants. Millie Laws, who taught the yoga class, went into more details about the incident with the Washington Post Friday. Mills told the Post that seven students were lying on their backs for about 30 minutes as she banged on a shamanic drum in a dark room that's a cult by just <laughs> candles <laughs> during Wednesday's hour and a half restorative yoga class when they sacrificed the cat with the ritual knife. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. What? Sorry. Oh. That was a bit of ad lib. Yeah. Mills said she noticed a couple outside the studio walking a dog and peering through the window at what must have been a very bewildering scene for them. Abner! They reported to the police that they'd seen somebody walking around a room lit up with candles and what looked like a dead people laying all over the floor and the murdered cat. Sorry, that was, again, just Rear. embellishment. It must have been Schrodinger's cat. Like, or was it? Is or it? Is was it? it? Or was it? <laughs> the couple thought it was some sort of a ritual mass killing. Jeez, guys, come on. Like, like Britain, wow. Jonestown. Come on. Britain, switch to decaf tea. Come yeah. on. Mills yeah. added to the post that the class had already ended by the time a horde of police officers had shown up. Namaste, fools. <laughs> and the yogis Get experienced the a lovely <laughs> relaxation <laughs> session with no interruptions, thankfully. The cafe also thanks the police on Facebook for their prompt response and said that their boot leather tasted delicious. Mm-hmm. So if you go to a, if the police go to a yoga class and say get on the ground and spread them, I mean they could really yeah, but it's going to be there. really stanky by the end. I mean, if yeah. it's hot yoga, you don't Ooh. want people to spread them. Yeah. That's not going to end. That's well, not <laughs> unspread them. Unspread them. Close them. Could you turn yeah. into a ball now? Thank yeah. you. Oh, thank you. That was a great story, Sparky. Well, I'm here for that. Yeah. I- Wow. Like, how do you automatically go to ritual mass murder? I mean, the candles, also the, you know, the blood smears that were written in patterns all yeah. over sure, the floor. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that that's what throws Some you. Chick it had nothing to drum. do with that Jonestown documentary she was Ooh. watching. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, but that, wow. but that yeah. flavor aid was so good. So good. Yeah. So was there a little boy going, red rum? Red rum. <laughs> red rum. Red rum. Yeah. You sure. know, I think it was juvie juice is what they were. Yeah. <laughs> Stay off the juvie juice, back, people. Another can. Just try it. See what happens to you. Wow. Okay. So let's get back to some. All right. Speaking of beautiful dark beer, um, let's go to the 2022 Saint Malty of the Rum. Barger. This is Saint Malty. The one that you had before. Yeah. Hey, Juliana. Did you know uh, my nickname in high school was Saint Malty of the Rum Barrel? That's just a weird coincidence wow. wow it's true it's yeah. like it was meant for you to. i be know there. i feel like i'm here at the right place wow yes okay this one is only 11 and a half percent abv man this okay. is a- so a beautiful belgian quad brewed with pounds and pounds of pale and roasted malts Belgian candy sugar, All the candy sugar traditional european hops then aged in rum barrels for a year I that's it. I said a year. Yeah. I just one. Huh. Wow. There's wow. a lot going on here. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's like rich and full bodied with notes of brown sugar, juicy dark fruits, <laughs> and almost like a sweet, spicy complexity from the rum barrels. Does anybody else getting that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I I agree. Yes. Wow. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> mm. Where's the malt? Mm. 
That's right. I expected it to be more. You know, God, the aroma on this. If this was a bourbon barrel aged stout, it would be terrible. However, as a quad, (laughs) it's a rum barrel. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) quad and a rum barrel. They kept throwing the candy sugar in the stout. I would like to know Mm -hmm. what kind of rum barrel this is. Mm -hmm. Probably like a four square. I was just going to say, I'm hoping it's a four square. I'm sure they win high dollar, yeah. Oh. They got a bunch of New England mm, stuff. Mm. This is, I I mean, I feel like I'm at a tiki bar having like shots of rum. With a a monk? With a monk. Mm. Yeah. Well, now that my. But uh, not a jittery monk. Taste buds Mm. in my brain are working together now. Yeah. How you feel? I don't hate it. Yeah. Cool. I actually enjoy quads. Probably my favorites from Oklahoma City, though, from Coop L Works. Oh, yeah. They got the DNR. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Reverend Mark. As the Belgian hmm. authority. Well, you know how the how those are rated. You have, you know, like with <laughs> in, in within the, the Trappist tradition, you have the single, the double, the triple, the quadruple. Mm-hmm. And um, at least legend has it that during a working day, at the end of the day, the monks from Monday through Saturday could have a single. A single. On Sundays and Sundays only, they could have a double. On high holy days, like Easter and Christmas, they could have a triple. That's when things start to get a little rowdy. So they believe in Santa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then only when the Pope or a bishop in charge of that diocese showed up could they bring out the quadruple. That's, that's what I've heard. That's when the dance music started. So is that why the monks in Rome are always so happy? Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's how they invented trap music. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like trance nights. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So now, what do you think? Are you tasting? Do you taste a good quad, quad. under the rum? Yeah. Well, and that's that's the question. I mean, I do, but I think that the rum barrel in particular really pushes it off off the scale. Yeah. I mean, not cliff. in a bad way. Yeah. Off the <laughs> careening off. off the cliff. Yeah. yeah. I think. Therefore, I am. Um, that the 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 rum coats it almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rum barrel coats it and pushes the, the gives flavor. It an outer shell. Yeah, it gives it that little oomph. But this is, I mean, to me, this is great, though, because I don't know why I never thought of putting rum with a quad before. No, mm-hmm. man, it's perfect. Right, yeah, I know. You get the molasses I mean, right. and the, right, right, right. But, know, the dark fruits. But I, and I think it's because I have a nice fascination with, like, these older aged rums because they're just so complex in their own. Like, mm-hmm. why yeah. fool with oh. Mother Nature? Because it's so right. layered. A quad be. is so layered. Why yeah. put them together? Like I think you, but now I get right. But right. now I can tell. This is like a Belgian boiler maker. Just a, it is a glass exactly of quad. Right. Sure, drop a shot of rum in it. Yeah, boom, you're done. And, yeah. yeah, no, little. And again, done. the whole cold day thing. If you could have this in a, and we we do have just a couple ounce pour here, but a small snifter on a very cold day, not a hot as Hades sure. day. Sure. Uh, would make it even nicer. Yeah, yeah, like, oh my God, imagine just sipping this as it warms up next to a fire outside. Mm. Like, that'd be badass. Yeah. Yeah, with a good cigar. Yeah. yeah. I like those things. They're delicious. Yeah. 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 Great. You're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. All right. No. This I, is, I, I mean, I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. man. I no. love I love quads. I mean, these just, yeah. yeah. It's good. Good job, guys. Great. 
Do it. Okay. Yeah. Do your we thing. are going to rate the St. Malty of the Rum Barrel a four, though some of us might venture into five too. All right, let's just go five. Ooh. Okay, five. Go far. Five it is. boy, St. Malty. You did it. All right, last but certainly not least is the 2022 Jittery Monk Rye Whiskey Barrel Aged Belgian oh, wow. Triple. By the See, way, no, thanks. I'm, I'm curious to why we went. Didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. No. Well, I'm I, wondering why we went thing. quad before the triple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's how they were in the box. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is nine percent ABV. Um, this trickster of a Belgian style triple spent time aging on Tally Ho Coffee Roasters coffers, coffee beans in Dad's Hat Rye Whiskey Barrels. It is deceptively easy to drink with noted with notes of roasted coffee, vanilla, sweet banana, and spicy rye whiskey. I get almost all those things. Don't let don't Dad's be fooled by its pale color, which honestly I don't find it too much paler than well maybe. No, a that's pretty. Yeah. I gotta tell you, so I, I haven't tasted this yet. I just spent some time playing on the nose and. The I didn't know the coffee thing, but that was the first thing that hit me in the face was the coffee piece. Yeah. And wow, there's this a is, lot going yeah, on. That's an unusual adjunct for, for a yeah. triple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For triple, yeah, triple. that's yeah. not yeah, it's not what you expect. Wow, yeah. it's almost almost like if you made like a blonde coffee stout, you know. Kind See, of I think the rye. Oh wow! With the right? coffee doesn't work well with this. Unpopular opinion, probably. I think pick one or the other. I th- I'm definitely getting the spiciness from the rye. Right. Yeah, right. But I would like to see more of that rye and less of that coffee. Okay. Because I get but, a lot of coffee on the the mouth feel, and when it coats your mouth, you get a lot of that coffee, the earthiness from the coffee, and that rum barrel just no, not rum, but that uh, rye rye barrel just dissipates. The spice is there and then it's gone. I don't See, think I've I'm ever. Getting, had- I'm getting alcohol. I get booze and I get a lot of fruitiness out of this. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not getting any of the banana, but I'm with you, Parker. I'm getting lots of the coffee. Yeah, and that's kind of stopping me from the other stuff. I'm gonna yeah. have to. I wonder if colder because they're kind of room temperature at this by point. Now, but yeah. like, I wonder if colder, if that rye pops out more. Oh, oh, I'm getting the rye at the end. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. getting rye at the end. That's where I'm the alcohol is coming from. Bit of banana. The sweet banana. Yeah. Yeah, like an overripe banana. Mm-hmm. Hey, but yeah. could you drink two pints of this no. and still be standing? Okay. Just just checking. This is a, a this is definitely a sharing around the table. Yeah. This is this is happy monk celebrating something. Is this a um you pair this with like a dessert? Right. Ooh, yeah, I like that, Dave. That's that's a mm. good good way to do it. Bananas Foster, is that what you're right. thinking? Mm. Oh, man, that I haven't made that in a hot Tiramisu. Banana. Some banana pudding. Oh, tiramisu. With that creaminess. To, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Key lime pie. Really? No, I was just trying okay. to make it. Guys. You right. just, just really, really like, stuff. Yeah, that was a good mind. That was a rich that's, in the machine. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. was... I like this. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Mike. This... Thanks, Mike. He's going to be in every episode. That's his favorite sound bite, by the way. He told me. Yeah, this... If we could only, like, uh, chat, like, uh, AI that into, this raspberry is delicious. (laughs) I'm I'm working on that. There's something in the works. Don't worry. 
Oh yeah, this tastes totally different when it's colder. Oh, I mean, like it? completely different. Yeah, try it. Yeah, and a fresh. Here's a fresh cup if you need. I got a fresh cup okay. right here. Thanks. A yeah, lot. I think this definitely uh, improves by not being as as warm. Uh, it settles it down a little bit and kind of melts. Even out the, the nose, even the nose is different. Yeah, which is that's weird because usually you get really rum forward nose. Like you get the boozy, but you can really distinctly. Yeah, are you smell doing the right beer again? Completely different. I don't know. when it's cool. It's been a long day. Different. Well, <laughs> you just drank about fifty percent alcohol's worth of beer. And personally, oh, wow. I prefer just like a, a straight up trapel. More on the dry, spicy side of things. Yeah, yeah. myself. That's myself. Nauseous, I mean, that's the natural. What I expect with Chappelle. I mm -hmm, mean, mm -hmm. but see, colder it actually does. What Holy I said cow. it would. The rum's yeah. on the front, and then yeah. you get your coffee on the back. You're, you're totally right, Barter. Yeah. Oh, and that's that, wow. This is like spice, then coffee, then banana, mm -hmm. but like all blending really well. Yeah. Well, everything's compacted when it's cold. So, yeah, so I know. Don't but let like, this get wow. to room temperature. Drink it okay. cold. Drink it yeah. fast. And I would have thought that. I'm going to need you to shotgun a, a 750. Should we fill, uh, do a funnel of this uh, a bomber? This yeah. Beer? yeah. Well, Let's I go. Mean, yeah, why not? <clears throat> why shouldn't we? We're not, we're not going what? anywhere. Yeah. Wow. Forever. Wow. This is, wow. This is, yeah. I like it better cold. Okay. Okay. Right. We are going to rate the Jittery Monk. <sighs> Rye whiskey barrel aged Belgian triple. Was that a gang sign? A yeah. four. I think it was a. Yeah. Uh, Suds for life. So I think it's safe to say that. Good job, Iron Hill. That Iron Hill yeah, does job. well yeah. with yeah. the IPAs. And they do really well with the barrel aged series too. I mean, these three were all barrel aged mm -hmm. in different types. And they're all like big beers to begin with, but I liked how you still got to taste a little bit of everything there. You know what I mean? Because a lot of breweries, when you get a barrel aged something, it just sort of is overwhelmed. True. You know what I mean? And, and almost like one dimensional. You could just get more booze. Yeah. You can tell they've been at this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a a I mean, second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good job. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today. Yeah, this was pretty cool. Reverend Mark, thank you again so, so much. Yeah, thank for, you. Yeah, my pleasure. Hey, my pleasure. Mark. Yeah, no, great idea. Good old boy, Barger. Thanks for being here. Hey, I'm going to tell everybody to keep on smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Mark, thanks so much for being here. Always glad to be here. Good old boy, Sparky. Thanks for being here. Um, this counts towards my community service hours, so if you could just fill out this form. <laughs> After you mow the yard. I will do that. Good old Bay Dave, say goodbye. Good old Bay Dave, yeah, yeah. This is Good old God Juliana. Keep on chuggling and we'll catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at sipsudsandsmokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. 
Come back. Join us for another episode and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.